1: Embiid, a fake, a spin, another fake, the buckets, in the foul, Joelle with a chance at 50 here tonight, Embiid, coast to coast for 70. Let's
0: get back to You Better, New Bet, presented by Bet MGM, on the BetQL Network.
1: DJ Glasser, Ken Barkley filling in for uh, Nick Costos we will be back tomorrow here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. You can watch us on twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports over on the Odyssey app as well. Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. We are going to get to plenty of football talk on the show today, but we had some breaking news towards the end of last segment where uh, Joel Embiid was ruled out for the game tonight against Portland. And uh, Ken, this is, this is huge development for the MVP race in the NBA.
0: Yeah, totally agree. So just to like give people, we'll give, do like a minute on getting everybody up to speed. Cause maybe, we maybe are paying attention to this and it's really interesting. And a lot of stuff happened over the weekend too, that we, <clears throat> that we, you know, got, kind of, we're going to go over anyway, until we had this news with tonight. So Joel Embiid by missing tonight's game, he can now only miss five more games the rest of the season. And if he misses more than five, he will be ineligible for all NBA and most valuable player. He will not be like allowed to be selected. There's a process where he can appeal, but it's like extenuating circumstances. It's not this, basically. It's like, I don't even want to make up a situation. It would be like morbid or something, but like whatever. There's like special circumstances where he could get an exemption and still be eligible. I don't believe any of them apply to this specific situation, which is just you're hurt and you're not going to play. And this is happening to Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers too, who's about to cost himself like two hundred million dollars in supermax money by not meeting a game threshold. Probably this year, he aggravated his hamstring injury. So uh, the handicap of MVP was becoming really, really tenuous and really stressful, honestly, because you're not handicapping player performance anymore, and it was becoming more and more and more likely as Embiid was playing more games and as he was playing really well, his 70 points the other night against the Spurs, as he was doing this, it became very clear, or at least in my opinion, it became very clear that if he met the 65-game threshold, he was going to win almost 100% of the time. Like, it was, there were basically becoming two halves. Uh, Jay Croucher, who does a lot of work for NBC, Bet the Edge, who bets awards. I was talking about this today. He said there were like two umbrellas of outcomes, is how the way that he put it, where it's like Embiid, when he when he plays the 65 and when he doesn't and you're assigning a probability to each one and then within the he plays 65 you need to have some outcomes like well he plays 65 but Jokic just absolutely like kills it or he plays 65 but Luka absolutely stuff like that but as Embiid was doing what he was doing those outcomes kind of got really small and it kind of became is he gonna play the 65 yes or no and that almost became the MVP market The yes is Embiid to win MVP. The no is everybody else. And you assign whatever probability you want to that. I feel pretty strongly that if he, I still feel pretty strongly if he gets to the 65, that I think he's just going to win. I actually think he'll win really easily if he gets to the 65, even by dodging the Nuggets game the other night. Now, what we've learned by him sitting out tonight's game is that it wasn't a dodge. He's really hurt. Woj alluded to this in the pre and post game show. Uh, during like the triple header that occurred during rivals week over the weekend, that there's really something wrong here. And Woj even saying like Embiid might want to sit out an extended period just to make sure he's ready for the playoffs. There was almost sympathy. Stephen A. Smith had some of the same stuff. There was almost sympathy, like, no, no, like this might be really bad. Like he might really, his knee might be messed up. And if that happens, here's why the market's so tricky, right? Let's say you're holding Embiid like I am. And you have eight to one, nine to one, seven to one. You have all, and you've just been and uh, first month of the season, eleven to one, ten to one. Like you, you've just gathered all these prices. The really tricky thing, PJ, is like put yourself in my position for a second. Okay, great. Like got ahead of the market, made really valuable bets. The bets have aged really well. He is going to win probably if he meets the game's threshold. But I am one Woj tweet, one Shams tweet hey, he's going to be out one to two weeks. I am one push notification from everything going to zero. And I can't get out of this bet. Can't get out of it. Like markets close. Everything gets yanked. Prices go crazy. It's, ga- I just called it game over earlier today. Like I am one tweet away from game over. <laughs> that is a terrible place to live. And <laughs> it's a terrible place to be as he keeps missing these games. So I was perfectly happy living in that place before the Denver game. Had a little more room to play with. He had played pretty well since he came back. They had more back-to-backs, or I'm sorry, fewer back-to-backs left than games he could miss. So he could, like, not even play the second nights a lot and still get there. But that's gone now because he missed the Denver game and he misses tonight's game. So just, again, to be really clear of what I said in the first segment, and PJ, I'm curious kind of what your reaction is to all this. I'm not saying he's not going to win now. What I'm saying is the market is going to react really aggressively to this news. He missed a game, then he missed another one. They play tomorrow. We're running out of games, and it's January. I he Maybe he still gets there. How do you think the market's going to respond to that? And if you're holding Embiid and your bets have aged really well, again, my opinion, and I believe this very strongly, and I'll, I'll be wrong, like if he goes and he wins, be like, oh, Ken, you missed an opportunity to just hold. And you, he would have won. Like, why didn't you just hold? I don't want to hold. I, I have pulled the ripcord. I'm good on all of this. I'm so good. And because I got nine to one, ten to one, eleven to one, eight to one, seven, whatever. Who do I want to bet? Everybody. Who cares? But more Jokic. He's going to be a minus favorite pretty soon. But like, who yeah. cares? And that's honestly that's the good thing about making good bets. You can have this happen, and you can just do that. And it's totally okay. And you just, yeah, like, they, it gets paid in May. That sucks. They hold your money for a little bit. But, like, you gave yourself that out. I, I'm a, I'm a push notification away from, like, being broke in this market. Do you, anybody want to live there? Anybody want to live in that neighborhood? I don't. Um. So, yeah, this whole thing has just gotten really, really crazy, and I'm not really not sure where we're going here.
1: Yeah, to your point, Ken, the odds have shifted on BetMGM. So, this morning, Embiid and Jokic were co-favorites. They were both plus 200. Um, SGA was at plus three fifty. Luca was plus six fifty. Giannis was ten to one. Now after this news, Jokic is the favorite, plus one forty. Embiid plus three twenty five, along with SGA at plus three twenty five. Luca plus six hundred, and Giannis plus eight hundred. After everything you're saying, my big two takeaways are: I don't know if Embiid's number is high enough, and it actually just went to plus three seventy five as we're talking. It's not done, and I'm. Like I'm, oh, it's I'm not, not the only one who thinks this. I trust right. me.
0: <laughs> there are people with bazookas ready on this thing. I mean, this is I mean, like you
1: gotta yeah. you gotta jump on Jokic right while he's still plus money because it just went from plus 145 to plus 125. Like this thing is gonna yeah. end at minus money in the next hour.
0: And well, and here's the really crazy part. So you're right, and we the reason I don't, I don't even know if Jokic is the most likely player to win. By the way, I think he is. That's how weird this is gonna get because I. Mm. I I said this to somebody earlier, and I mean it. This is Embiid's award. Uh, He's not going to get the games. But, like, the history of the NBA, this is going to be the year where you're like, oh, well, it was Embiid, but, like, then this other guy won. Like, that's how we're going to talk about this one. And so my point in saying that is, if it's his, but it's not his, I think it can get really weird. And, I again, I don't know where we're going. Jokic and Giannis are, like, supposed to be done here. And the voters were going to vote like they're done here. They were going to come in second and fifth or whatever. Now they're just back and winning. That's like LeBron Jordan. That's it in terms of Jokic and what he's going to do three and four years. That's this. Well, it wasn't going to be, it was Embiid's year. And now it's just really weird. So yeah, Jokic can win because this really weird rule is going to come into play for the first time. Or do we get to the end of the season? And instead of going for something old, which I still think Jokic is the most likely player to win. If MB doesn't get the 65, he came in second in the straw poll. Everybody likes him. He won the title. Like, fine, great, no problem. Generally, people like something new, especially in awards. They're obsessed with new. New and different and not the thing that I've had already. And Jokic has won twice. And Giannis is way done winning. And he won forever ago now. Like, the next guys were supposed to be Luka and maybe SGA and maybe Jason Tatum and maybe some other guys, and it just hasn't clicked. Nobody's voting for SGA yet, which kind of doesn't make sense to me, but it's the voters can do whatever they want. Um, Tatum, hard pass, like the seventh best player in the league, maybe. Luka started having some crazy numbers. The team can't stop losing. He missed a ton of games, too, by the way. It's just they're all bad fits. So right now, everyone's fallback is going to be, well, Jokic. Duh. Like, that's going to be the fall. I don't know if we end that way, but in terms of where the market's going, like, here's what everyone's going to do. They're going to look at all the stats where it's Embiid, Jokic, 1-2, and everything. They're going to look at the previous straw poll where Jokic was second, and they're going to remove the first player, and who the hell do you think they're going to land on? They're going to land on the guy that came in second. Like, that's what, that's what they're going to do. And this, it's not done, and if he ever misses tomorrow, I mean, like, Fifty to one, like so, like so long, like he's just done, like it's just game over at that
1: point. So that's that's kind of where we are right now. I think. Interesting. What What do you think of Giannis? Like at plus seven fifty, and now with the Doc Rivers component, like he's moved from ten to one to plus seven fifty now after this Embiid news. Embiid obviously won the MVP last year with Doc Rivers. I, I mean, do you think he is worth? Because you're right. I think the fallback you're waiting for these guys, SGA, Luca, to like take the next step and maybe win the award. Sure. But I think people's fallback are just going to be, let's just give it to the best players in the league. And most would think sure. that if it's not Embiid, it's Jokic and it's Giannis. And now with Doc at head coach, like, do you think that helps Giannis's case? Do you like the price at plus
0: 750? I... Uh... I don't know. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm going to put, put aside like the hedging part of this, like, let's treat it like a new market. Like no one's involved. Like what would you do? Or as MB's moving, what would you bet on? Um, like putting aside like the baggage that I have or whoever, whoever, you know, uh, whoever's listening has, I mean, uh, here's how I like to think about MVP for most sports. There's a team success and a statistical threshold that you have to pass both of. Your team has to be a certain level. You have to be a certain level. As long as you check both of those, it doesn't really matter whether you're first. You just have to be in the club. That's how I like to kind of think about it. So like N- like NFL most valuable player, team's got to be over a certain level. Your stats have to be of a certain level. Got Probably got to be a, a, a high seed, maybe a one or at least close to that. As long as you're that, as if maybe there's two other guys that are the same. Then it's just subjective at that point. If you're in the club and there might be three guys in the club, four guys in the club, five. It feels like a fifty cent song. There's five guys in the club. As long as, as long as you're like in that group, I don't. I never feel like you have to be first. You just have to be in it. Because then what voters are going to do is they're going to look at everybody in the club and they're going to make a really subjective decision about who they like. But you gotta be. You gotta be. You can't be like Jason Tatum's out. He's not even in it. Luca's out right now. They're not even, they can't be in the conversation. They're not good enough. So, like, they can be good enough, but they're not even in the threshold. They haven't even passed it yet. There are four players who were there Embiid, Jokic, SGA, and Giannis. They're in. Team's good enough. They're good enough. They're top four in everything that matters. Like, so once you're in it, I don't know if Jokic has to win because he's number one at stuff. I think people could just decide to put one of the other guys in the club and make them the MVP, which could be Giannis, or it could be SGA, or someone else could play well enough to get in, pretty unlikely Luka would be the only guy. So to answer your question, like, I have to consider Giannis. He's in the club. Like, I, I have to consider, like, he, the team's going to be good enough. I Now it's kind of like, my my response is going to be, let's see what the voters do. Are, is it is it Jokic and it's no question? Is that what it is? And here's, I'll give you an extra wrinkle real quick for 20 seconds. You know who's playing tonight? Jokic. Where do you talk, PJ. Sorry. Jokic (laughs) and Giannis. (laughs) Yeah,
1: sorry. Jokic and Giannis are playing head-to-head. I'm just
0: going to let him go. He's being, uh, it's a, he doesn't actually want me to answer this question. Uh, Giannis Giannis and Jokic are playing each other tonight. Yeah. In Doc Rivers' first game as head coach. That's that's true. Yeah. What if Giannis goes nuts? And on the same day, Embiid's, like, eliminated. Mm Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I just – I, I talked to a lot – I'm in, like, an NBA chat with a lot of people who were talking about this today. I messaged a bunch of other people because, like, we've – this was always possible. And it's just – it's only going to get weirder because this is the first – why is it going to be weird? This is the first time this has ever happened before. Anytime it's the first time, it's going to be really weird because uh, nobody's going to know what to do. And I think they're going to fall back on Jokic for now, but I can't guarantee – if he's floating through games and other people are having great games and he's already won two, I can't guarantee we're going to get to the end and people are going to be like, I want to do that again. They might not want to do that again. They might want to do something different. I, I got I to gotta see what they think. They're going to think Jokic right now. I don't know what they're going to think at the end, but the, the key is like we're getting re- really, really, really close to actually removing Embiid from candidacy, way closer than I was hoping.
1: Yeah we got like a minute left before we had to break. All good points. I'm wondering, as somebody who has, like, so much on Embiid to win MVP, tomorrow night's game is huge, whether or not he comes back or not. If he does play, that will be their 45th game of the season. Is there, like, a number in your head that you think Embiid has to get to where, like, he doesn't miss a certain amount of games? Like, if he plays the next 13, 14 games and only misses one, like, do you think he's right back in the MVP? Like, have you done the math and thought about, like, he kind of needs to get to this many games without missing before i can start to take him seriously again
0: i had done the math and i was really confident in what those tears were going to be but i didn't think he would miss denver and i didn't think he would miss tonight and now i don't want to think about the tears anymore i'm done with the i'm done with him and i'm done with the tears and i want to secure my profit and i'll see you in may on this one like i mean i mean it like i just i think you're really playing with fire if you want to just hold right now it seems like a really bad idea to me
1: Mm, interesting. A lot going on in the NBA MVP market. P.J. Glasser, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Going to continue breaking down Championship Sunday results on the other side of the break. We'll
0: be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.